spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Glad to be here, Tim. Let's start there. And a lot to discuss in a short period of time here, but let's start there. Uh, what do we know at this moment about the state of the pandemic in Athens? I, I look at the data. It's encouraging and that the positive test, the case count, continues to decline. Had that spiked rather precipitously, but over the last couple of three weeks is coming down. The vaccinations and fits and starts are out there. We're close to 30,000 vaccinations so far in Athens. Assess the state of the pandemic locally. Well, I, I think you, you pegged it certainly in terms of the case count, and we're also seeing hospital bed use decline as well, which is great. But we're in a posture now where everybody continues to need to do the safe things that just we commonly acknowledge. You know, when you have to go out in the public and go to the grocery store, as I just did, or uh, drop the kids off at school, you've got to be wearing a mask. Um, gathering in large groups, congregating, we know just is not safe yet, given that, as you indicated, we're a community of 130,000, and we've only gotten 30,000 shots out there. And so obviously the next big hurdle is making sure that we are ready for when the pipeline of vaccines expands. Um, Obviously that supply chain is something that's not directly in our control, But as a community, what we can do and what we are doing is really working together to make sure that when the number of vaccines expands, that there are as many places as possible, particularly for those folks who may not have access to transportation or who are older or who have less access to public resources generally. So in recent weeks, I've been in conversation with some of our safety net providers like Mercy Clinic and the Athens Nurses Clinic. Uh, of course, with the Department of Public Health, which is the lead agency here, and with other support entities like the Council on Aging, who, of course, have a standing relationship with a lot of older Athenians. Mayor Kelly Gertz with us here. Just, again, a lot to discuss here, so we'll get to as many items as we can. You were, and you don't get to do this often, but the tie-breaking vote, a 5-5 tie on the Athens-Clark County Commission, the last meeting, and you cast the tie-breaking vote in favor of a large new development, a rezone that will clear the path for the redevelopment out there on Lexington Road, some 500 residential units, a mix of student housing and low-income housing. There's neighborhood opposition out there. What swung you in the direction of approving this? Well, every time we look at a rezoning, obviously there are some some benefits, some assets that uh, development is bringing to the table, and some challenges. And the job in local elected leadership is to weigh that balance. And here, ultimately, I'll say that um, my predecessors uh, on the commission, you really did a good job setting up some broad development contours, such as the 75-foot stream buffer, which means that new developments are less impactful on their neighbors than they would be in a lot of other communities. And the sheer reality of our uh, community and the market right now is that we've got an expanding population, and we want to make sure that people are able to live here in Athens when they're working here and going to school here, rather than having to drive in from Walton County or Barrow County or Jackson County. And so that's going to mean some increased density, particularly in places where you're within 
three miles or five miles of the center of town. So um, I think at the end of the day, this is going to be a project that contributes positively to the community by providing more beds for our growing population, including student population that's risen by about 15,000 in the last 20 years um, and is going to be close to the resources that people need. House Bill 286, I believe I have that number right. That's Athens State Rep. Republican Houston Gaines would prevent governments, I would prevent the Athens-Clark County Commission from defunding its police department. Specifically would say you couldn't cut the budget by more than 5% a year. There's some caveats that apply mainly to smaller municipalities, but you're you're spoken out against it. Why? Well, I would call this one of those solutions looking for problems. I mean, ultimately... You know, the community leaders, city council people and commissioners and mayors and county commission chairs across Georgia are in a position to know how to best resource every element of their community, you know, whether that's water and sewer provisions, road repaving, the fire department, the police department. And so we're, we're responsible to the residents. Uh, it's never really been the stance of the Georgia General Assembly to try and create budgetary guidelines around any of those kind of units, and we shouldn't start down that road now. Uh, Speaking of the police, again, talking with Athens Mayor Kelly Gertz, a police chief who, by all appearances, doesn't want to be here. He's applied for at least a couple of jobs. Cleveland Sproul, a finalist, didn't get the job, but a finalist most recently for a job outside Washington, Frederick, Maryland. Uh, The status of the police chief at this moment? Uh, I will say that even though the police chief has indicated that he would like to get closer to his family, his fiance, and his grandchildren. He's remained on the job and been very active. I mean, certainly, I think all of us have worked with those people who know that they're at the end of a position and have what I call short-timer syndrome, and I haven't perceived that from the chief. He's been very engaged. So at this moment, no plans to, to cast about and look for a replacement? Is that a, a bridge you cross when you get to it, or what? That's right. Mayor Kelly Gertz with us here. Another couple of minutes. Uh, Linentown, uh, the resolution, well, before the resolution was the apology, you as the mayor issuing an apology on behalf of the community of what happened there in the 1960s. And I'll summarize as briefly as I can for the purpose of time here. Uh, dorms that the University of Georgia constructed on the property that was, some would say, taken from property owners, homeowners, in a community that was then known as Linentown, developed around 1900. Mostly black folks in that community, on the dollar for their property, forced off that property, eminent domain laws that cleared the way for the University of Georgia to do what the University of Georgia did. A lot of folks with a lot of hard feelings about that all these years later. And now the resolution, in addition to the apology, what does the resolution do? Is there any substance here? It it really, more than anything, is forward-leaning. And first, obviously, you know, it, it really is the right thing to do for any organization, including a local government, to look at the actions of the past, particularly those that have been damaging, and say, we know that these were damaging. There's academic research from the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago and others that's shown that people who were displaced in the way that people were displaced in Athens and so many communities during urban renewal has had a multi-generational impact. And so now we ask, how do we go forward? And one of the ways we go forward is we make sure that we are inclusive in our planning and that we're engaging with residents right now, and we're building the strong foundations in their lives in terms of health care access and in terms of access to jobs and education that's going to be meaningful. 
and that's going to allow them to live more successfully. So very specifically here in Athens, we're in the midst of redeveloping one of these urban renewal zones again, the Bethel Homes area in north downtown. And we're in daily conversation with residents there to make sure they're part of the process and that we're not doing something to them. Yeah, about that Bethel Midtown, that's going to, as I understand it, basically enlarge and expand the footprint of downtown Athens. I stretch it out just a bit more to the north. What is this going to look like when it's done, or do we know yet? Uh, Ultimately, it really is going to be an attractive, magnetic, multi-use, new residential opportunity that, that, as you described, really sort of extends the feel of downtown. And so, uh, you know, downtown has increasingly become a place where everybody wants to be close to. And so this is not only going to expand geographically the downtown grid, but is going to make sure that downtown is a place where working families and children and seniors and young professionals can all be part of the scene, too. One of the things downtown, uh, the, the removal of the Confederate monument and the, the the establishment of what is for now anyway, and maybe moving forward, that this pedestrian mall, if you will, uh, there on, on College Square. I know that's kind of a pilot program or a trial. Uh, any feedback one way or the other as to how that's working and what the future might hold? So the informal feedback has been very positive. You know, a couple of logistical hurdles, of course, just how to get service vehicles in and out, uh, both for public sector needs as well as for the private businesses there. But people really enjoy that plaza space. And so what we're going to be doing in about the next two months is looking at some formal evaluation. Has this been successful in every way that we can measure? And if it has been, I anticipate that the commission is going to approve a, a permanent seating plaza there, probably with some more aesthetic accoutrements as well. Finally, let you go on this one, Mayor Kelly Gertz. Uh, circle back to where we started the coronavirus pandemic. And again, everybody's optimistic or at least hopeful about the vaccine and, and the fact that the numbers are trending in the positive direction here. What will it look like? Can you imagine or envision what it's going to be and what it will require before you at the local level, that, I don't know, for lack of a better way to say this, send up an all clear signal? I have every belief that this is going to be somewhat phased, that, you know, when we get to 60, 70 percent vaccination in the region, you know, we are still going to have some people unvaccinated. So we're still going to have to proceed with some caution. But some things that we've been reticent to do, gathering in large groups, gathering in sort of larger quantities indoors, those are going to get easier. Um, You know, we're I'm going to see a return to live music, something I love and can't wait to have happen in downtown Athens again. And then I think we'll probably see another phase where even some of those initial precautions that, of course, we we are uh, strong for here are going to be able to evaporate. I'm Eric Kelly Gertz. We'll leave it there. Well, thank you for your time this morning. Thanks, Tim. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.